Welcome back to Katom's Kiteboarding Tips. Today, myself, Katie, and Tom. Hello! Hello. <laughs> We're going to be talking to you about transitions. Yeah! How do we turn around? Can right? I just add quickly that the claim I have, I really wanted to do this podcast because I've done so many transition lessons in my life. I really think I've got to a level where I can get someone doing a transition in less than one lesson. Um, and some people, it takes many, many, many months to get that. So I really want to share my tips that I hope will really help you. But also really looking forward to Katie because you nailed your transitions really quickly as well. And then you've got all sorts of different transitions now. But I really, really want anyone listening to this who struggled with their transitions, the outcome I want is that you come away remembering one thing. Spoiler alert. Go slow. And I'll... I'll elaborate on that in a minute, but I just want you to come away from this and remember when you're out on the water, one thing, go slow. Yeah. So definitely. how did you get on with your transitions, Katie? How, what can you remember? Was it frustrating? Was it like... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Fun? I think most things in kiteboarding at the beginning I found frustrating. And then once you actually do your first few transitions or you do whatever the trick is you're learning you then get a feel for it and it's much more pleasant and, and you can just crack on and enjoy it. So the first few times um, I tried transitions, I definitely didn't get them. I'd either maybe sink a bit or I'd get pulled off my board or it just it just didn't go smoothly. So the things I remember from actually getting it you know, done correctly was, like Tom says, slowing down. So whatever way I'm riding I'm slowing down and by that I mean either edging more um, into the wind which then kills your speed a bit and slowly bringing the kite to 12 and you're almost completely stopping before you then dive the kite in the new direction and that was key in actually getting the time to kind of rebalance your weight on the board and then off you go in the new direction and a thing that helped me as well is just thinking of it really simply it's just a new water start like a new board start so because everyone can kind of get to the point where say you're riding one way and then you want to stop so you slowly bring the kite to 12 and you sit back down right and then you're you're kind of doing another board start in the new direction that's kind of around the time when you can do that in a controlled manner that you're ready to actually start not putting your bum in the water anymore and, and doing it kind of the same for, for thing. For our American uh, listeners. Your ass in the water. Your ass. <laughs> no ass to It's so funny, isn't it? Because I, I think in America, a bum is a homeless person. So you're oh. telling people to put their home, not to put their homeless Don't person. Don't put your homeless person in, in the water. In the water. Yeah, it's just a little cool. bit above the water. That's it. Keep your it ass. Your Keep butt. Keep your ass a little butt. higher yep. up there. Yeah, That's without right. Very posh British accent. So um, one other thing I want to add, well, actually, I've got a bajillion other Mm -hmm. things to add, but a big one is that most people, most people, sorry, a lot of people think that you have to transition, you have to learn to transition to stay upwind, and that is bullshit, Mm. because you do not need to learn to transition to stay upwind. So when I'm teaching people to ride upwind, 
meaning no more walking um, and actually going where we want to go, sailing, tacking, like whatever you want to call it, but riding upwind, I always teach people to forget the transition because they're focusing on the transition and then what happens is they mess up the transition and then they've lost all those that vital ground that they've made up and then they crash the kite or they fall over and they're not getting upwind. And to be independent, your life is like 94% better when you can ride upwind. It really is a game changer. So I just want to get rid of that now, um, that you do not need to transition to stay upwind. Um, the best thing to do to practice the transition, in my humble opinion, is that you want to come into a stop and sit down slowly. So when I'm teaching people to ride upwind, I'm, I'm telling them, hey, forget um, the transition, just bring the kite to 12, and then slow down, come to a controlled stop, sit down, and then bang, go off in the new direction. And inadvertently, what's happening is I'm also, well, they don't realize it, learning how to transition. Because a lot of people are in this, uh, like windsurfers especially, everyone seems to think it's this fluid transition, like it's a big carving turn. And of course we can do those, but it's not a big carving turn. Your first basic transitions where you don't want to get your hair wet, don't want to sit in the water, is basically you slowly come to a stop, meaning you slowly bring the kite to 12 and you keep edging meaning you're leaning back and then as you slowly bring the kite to 12 then we kind of keep the bar in so a lot of people like bring the kite to 12 push the bar out mm -hmm. and then they just sink losing all that uh, tension and power and then as you come to a stop you've literally scrubbed off all your speed and you keep the bar in and that keeps you from sinking and then you dive the kite in the new direction, just like Kate has said, it's like a new water start. But once you've got that, all the other stuff, like I think too many instructors focus on, like you've got to turn your hips up this way, you've got to put your feet downwind, and yeah, all of that's correct. But my magic tip is just getting people to slow down, and then they get it so much more quickly. How's that? Mm. Definitely. Yeah, it's a really good focus. I've got some questions for you, Tom. Woo! <laughs> Go so, for it. I'm Ooh. just thinking, most people, like, there's certain things people struggle with, right? And they don't, if they're not with an instructor or they aren't, they just, they don't know what they're doing wrong, but they can see they're either being dragged off the board mm -hmm. or like, sinking, which you've just covered. So if they're being dragged off the board, say they've turned... Oh, the, oh, sorry, they've sat down and they've dived it in the other direction and then they're being dragged off with the kite and their board's still in the other direction. What would you? What advice would you give to them? Yeah, they're not slowing down enough. Um, so the most common, I think 95% of anyone I've ever taught to do a transition, they just come in too hot. So what that means is, is they're, they're carrying too much speed and then they dive the kite in the new direction. And then so many things happen. They're, because they get a, a yank in the opposite direction, it pulls all their body around. So then their board's in the wrong direction. Like they just don't have time to react. And it's just, uh, it's a shit show. Um, mm -hmm. And it's all down to 
the one thing of slowing down, coming to a, a stop beforehand. Yeah, there is an element, you definitely need to be edging, you need to be carving a little bit upwind, but you don't want to go too much because then when you dive the kite in the new direction, um, it's a lot of moving your body. You don't need to do that much. And the other big misconception in transitioning, basic slide transitions they're called, is that people think they ride off back in the, mm. in the same direction they've just come from. And they haven't. It's like, Sorry, they don't because it's like a board start. When you do a new board start, you don't just ride off straight upwind. You go downwind a little bit first and then you go so you go off in the new direction and then as you've got a little bit of speed then we can start edging leaning back and then mm -hmm. getting ourselves up wind um so yeah that's it that's my my big thing it's just slow down come to a stop keep the bar in um and then dive the kite in the new direction and a lot of the time people need a bit of encouragement i.e me shouting more <laughs> power because they that because they've been scared because they've come in too hot and then flown off in the new direction and got pulled off the board or whatever, then they're, they're not diving the kite hard enough. But if you come in super slow, bring that kite to 12 super slow, and then you've almost stopped, you can dive the kite quite hard to ride mm. off in the new direction. Yeah, that's cool. I think also what helps is as they've slowed down and they've got to 12 is to dive it straight away because if you delay too much, that's when you just sink. Yeah, and which is also when people push the bar away. So right. they slowly bring it to 12, and then they've got the bar pushed away, they just sink. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. If you bring the kite to 12, keep the bar in, you've got to make sure your body's in the right position. Like you don't want to have edged too far upwind so you're looking in the wrong direction. You want to look to where you're going. I think just the, the less you do with your body, the better. The only, mm. the main thing is just keeping line tension, which is by edging, so leaning right. back, putting pressure into your heels. Yeah, I think the instruction is, to, it, like you've said, is nice and simple to keep edging and then um, kill speed and dive it in the new direction. And without knowing it, that actually puts your board in the better position to ride off downwind because by edging up the way you're going, the front of your board is now in the perfect place to it's naturally there to isn't go it? a bit yeah, downwind if you're edging. and then edge back in the new direction yeah um so that's the basic transition which i mm -hmm. think we'll focus on for this short little podcast um but how do you transition now like um give us some uh, like thoughts what's your yeah, go-to so, transition now yeah so I, I like doing just the standard one but trying to get it faster and faster and smoother um, and then having fun with doing flipping into toe side and going onto the heel side edge um, which feels really nice and doing some back roll transitions as well so yeah yeah cool. that's pretty much it at the moment I want to start doing the back roll transition with a hand drag which yeah. I'm hoping Thomas will share his tips on <laughs> yeah definitely that's like my favorite way to change direction to back roll transition and i love teaching people to back roll like usually i've just got them to ride up wind and then i say right time for a back roll and they look at me like i'm like on crack or something because because they're like a back roll <laughs> you want to do a back roll and we do a back roll lesson here because the back roll is just a, 
a 360. It's not a jump. And I get people to do it literally three centimeters off the water. And so it doesn't hurt. Teach them to have their hands in the middle of the bar. And then you do this little pop um, 360. And then as you come round, you don't have to land it. You, I just get people to, to just do this 360. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, it's so easy. I didn't hurt myself, blah, blah, blah. But the best transition, I think, is the back roll. So you just do the little 360 and then you dive, pull on your backhand as you come in and then you ride off. And as you get better, you get to slow it down. So you just get to do this really nice slow rotation and then just ride off. Is that off with a loop? In the new. No, you don't have to. You can no. add a loop like later, which isn't difficult at all. So another one we're going to get into is mm. kite looping because Katie, you've been loving your kite loops, haven't you? Just getting into a big grin on Katie's face. <laughs> By loving it. my kite leaves, I've, I've tried it a couple of times now and I'm really excited to try it more for yeah. sure. She watches me and Dino and others on the beach just yeah. doing like, I mean, we've not got massive wind. So like with their kite loops, they're not mega loops, but it's just that we call it, well, I think from my local beach, we called it wang. So it's the, um, <laughs> I know, it's the, uh, the pull in the air. So when you do this jump and then you go like the kite loops and then you go like wang, kind of like pulls you it off <laughs> in a new direction. So I will show you how <laughs> to get some wang next time. Um, transitions, back onto transitions, another one that's inspired loads of people. We must do this because this is like such a, a area that my, most people I see them mowing the lawn and mowing the lawn is going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and not really doing anything and actually it's really easy for anyone to do a toe side transition and I teach this that once people have kind of got their sliding transitions and also if people haven't got their sliding transition their basic transition then I say hey mm, try, try toe side transition and basically what that is it's when you, you, you're riding along, let's say with your left foot forwards on your heels, and then you turn your hips and your right foot slides forwards, so therefore your right foot becomes um, your front foot, um, and then you're riding on your toes. And then as soon as you've turned onto your toe side, I've got to make a video about this because mm -hmm. it's like, it's a really easy way. I've got people doing transitions again in half an hour of them getting upwind because of this it's that other technique of going super slow but also if that really hasn't worked then I've, you do a a switch into toe side and then as you go into toe side you pull on your back hand on the kite and then the kite moves in the opposite direction starts pulling you in the opposite direction and then literally that you carve the board round you just follow it like you, you, you can't help but to do it it's always better to do it on your weaker side first so you then get pulled into your stronger side that's really helped a lot um, but it's such a nice way to turn and when you get good at it it's um you can throw buckets of water can't you it's mm, like a g-force nice. so then you go you really turn aggressively and then you learn the heel side to toe side transition, which is super good fun, um, mm. which you're learning at the moment. Or oh, no, you've got some, Katie, haven't you? Your heel side to toe side. Yeah, for some reason, this one I found difficult compared to the others. I'm not sure what it, I think it's a timings thing. Yeah. I haven't tried it in a while because I got... 
<laughs> like when you end up just doing the things that you can do and that you love oh, instead. Like so I need to go back to that difficult one. Rows. Yeah, but tell, tell us again here then. So your top tip, so from going into the toe side term. Yeah, it's um, keeping the kite quite um, high. So lots of people send it too low and also they send it too quick. So it just comes down to slowing it down. You really can like slowly bring the kite over in the direction that you want to go in and then everything else is easy. You've got time to react. It really is. I think if, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I really want people to go away who are struggling with their turns to just remember Tom's voice like um, Obi-Wan Kenobi to Luke Skywalker <laughs> going, go slow, just go <laughs> You do a separate recording of just slow that. Slow down. Like a meditation. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Slow. Well, let's let's. Uh, but yes, try to remember. Just go slow. All of those transitions, it, you can just start super slow. Like, imagine it's International Go Slow mm. Day, and then go even slower than that, and that will that will be about <laughs> the right snail pace. But so right with that transition, timing is everything, right? So. What would be your timing tips on it? So always move the kite first. And then you've got to keep tension in the line. So, I mean, this is a whole other podcast because mm-hmm. like we're, do, we're, we're delving. Yeah. I just wanted people to think of normal transitions. Well, we're in it now, Tom. Are we going, are we going deep? <laughs> people can pause. <laughs> are we going deep into the transition yeah. hole? Yeah. Okay, so if you were doing um, heel side to toe side transitions, it's difficult to explain without some visual reference but I'm going to do my best to be as eloquent as possible Mm -hmm, with it mm -hmm. Um, so first move your kite then move your body Mm -hmm. Um, to move into toe side you've got to commit to it you have to commit to toe side you've got to lean over your toes you have to switch you really have to commit this is big news to anyone who's learning toe side you're not gonna hurt yourself going into toe side. Like, stop being a wuss. If you're like, oh, I'm scared. It, I know, we, it is, you're like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's a low speed thing. You're not falling out of the sky. You're just switching the stance of your board. It really isn't um, a dangerous thing to do. At worst, you're gonna get a face full of water, but it's gonna be a good face full of water, mm-hmm. not a slap. It's not gonna be like a boom Mm -hmm. so just commit to going on your toes and when I say commit that means that if you put pressure on your toes your boards at the right angle so therefore you're not sliding towards your kite making those lines go slack and then that's what happens to most people when they're learning transitions if toe side is they're going downwind too much and when you're doing a toe side or heel side transition you really want to keep the line tension by going back upwind turning the ball to go back upwind meaning exactly that away from your kite Um, watching them is really cool and also this is the really big exciting thing for anyone who's learning this is this is wave kite surfing like this is if you want to get into riding waves this is all you've got to know all that fancy footwork on a strapless surfboard you just don't need it you can do all of it just by doing heel to toe side transitions yes it is really handy to, to know how to do the foot switch. Um, you don't need a tack, which is the fancy transition um, of going upwind, which everyone seems to obsess about. But it's cool, but you just don't need it. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. We just need to get you um, getting 
tension in the lines and that's by getting um, committing to it and uh, going into your toe side moving the kite first and then moving your body and then most importantly doing it slowly slowly, slowly. slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, what else Sounds Any, good. anything else we can add of value to that hmm. come and learn well, go, I think what helped because I have done it a few times successfully but I just need to go back and practice it to get it slicker um, and yes it was the the lines going slack that was the main issue um, but definitely helps to have nailed going toe side beforehand so if you know what that feels like by just as you're riding one way switch your board over into toe side uh, so like Tom said earlier when you bring your back foot around so it becomes your new front foot and leaning over so you can really feel what it's like when it you're feels leaning amazing, away from the kite it really into your harness it's worth you trying and it, you feel more supported than you think you will by just yeah. leaning over um, and then you can from that once you're just riding toe side you can either just switch back or go into that nice heel side turn and I think that's that helped having that down first before the um, into toe side turn yeah and like I said if it's really not working for you um, even by going slowly and bringing the kite to 12 then try a toe side transition so literally flick your back foot to your front foot and then put on the backhand kite goes in the other direction and just follow it like I've had so much success over the years with uh, with teaching people to transition, and it's it feels amazing. It's like woohoo! I can do yeah. a cool turn, not just a slidey turn. I've got like a really a really cool transition in the back, um, and also that is the same as foil riding. So once you get up on the foil, that's how we turn into toe side um, mm. by doing those those. Uh, so it, you're going to use it all over the place, Katie. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. you no, were I didn't. Just about to say. No, something. no. Oh, I was just thinking how. You do lose a bit of ground, don't you, when you're first practicing it as well. So it really yes. helps to be able to go upwind well beforehand so that you've Definitely. got the ability to just cut back upwind and not end up back at the beach too soon for yeah. those that are beginners. Yeah, and we've got a plug. Um, we've got a, we're going to make some videos um, pretty soon, so watch out for those. But um, we've got a plug. Um, our Instagram that has uh, I'm just about to change it from Tom's kiteboarding tips to Katong kiteboarding tips <laughs> um, and we will always be posting lots of useful stuff in the stories with little quizzes and things like that it's a bit of fun for us and share our teaching um, but also try and get a trip over here to Turks and Caicos like the, the there's a whole podcast on this subject but really Turks and Caicos is such an easy place to progress We've got a jet ski, we'll run you out a couple of miles, literally, and you can mm-hmm. stand up, and then you can just practice transitions, jumps, whatever, um, with no worry. It's like about um, having to struggle to get back upwind, so you really stay in your flow, have an advanced lesson at your local beach. Like, It's a really good strategy, I think, to, to talk to uh, a local kite school, find a, a good instructor, and just get an hour's lesson. Like, what someone can teach you in one hour or two hours is mind-blowing like literally years worth of progress and you're going to enjoy your Mm. lessons so your kiting so much more because one little tip yeah like one like good from a good instructor who can give you some instant feedback of like hey 
Have you ever thought about doing X, Y, Z? And you're like, oh wow, I never thought of that. That's what I'm doing. And even better is if you get a video um, of yourself, like if someone can video you and you can look at it, then you, you can really progress quickly from seeing that if you don't um, have a school near to you, get someone to video you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I agree because I think often people know what the process is because they've either read about it or they've watched videos, but they don't know where they're going wrong. So it's that frustration of, why am I not going upwind? I, I think I am. And to have someone come and point out, you know, how... what they're doing wrong and really really help yeah definitely you can come um, and see us we're at the Big Blue Collective um, on Long Bay Beach uh, so yeah always cool you can also get the book Learn Kite Surfing Faster on Amazon that's on audiobook so that's a little bit more structured for you but yeah stay tuned for some YouTube videos coming out and uh, and there's some other cool stuff on this channel that we hope is of use um, if that's it I think that's all I've got have we'll see you on the water have a great day wherever you are and uh, yeah look forward to seeing you soon bye bye <laughs>